Hello and welcome to another episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Schnitzel and I will be covering the post-game show today. We will be talking about Bayern Munich's 5-2 victory against Union Berlin, which in all honesty was a highly intensive and entertaining affair. I would you know, go on to say that this has been one of the most interesting and entertaining games of the entire Bundesliga season so far. And at the time of recording, it is 10.45 p.m., which, you know, is the reason why I might sound a bit tired, so please bear with me. And also, if there's any background noise, it's probably because the Diwali celebrations are already underway and it will get noisy, you know, in the coming few days. So, yeah, uh, that's more or less the reason why this is my second recording today because the fireworks had to ruin the first one and as you all know we at Bavarian Football Works just do not like to compromise on our audio quality. It might not be as good even now but I really hope that you can bear with me for this one. So going into the game well this was a highly intensive and entertaining affair as I've already said and Bayern Munich just really looked amazing at the beginning. This had to be a statement you know, especially given that Bayern were shambolic against Mönchengladbach. Like, I had to take a few days just to process that loss, and it was terrible. I speak for the entire Bayern fan base when I say that that was, you know, a very, very difficult time as a Bayern fan. You know, watching Bayern just totally just, you know, lose the plot and look clueless on the pitch. I've never seen them that bad in quite a while. Just no chances at all, and... They had to, you know, put in a reaction victory, a statement win, and that's exactly what they've done today. And, uh, well, Nagelsmann started the team in a 4-2-3-1 formation from his kitchen. It was Dino Topmüller who was doing all the on-field, on on-pitch business. And uh, I really hope Nagelsmann is back from his COVID hiatus and he should hopefully coach Bayern against Benfica because we have really missed him. Bayern always look better with their coach on the pitch and he has, you know, brought in convincing victory after convincing victory when he has coached Bayern on the pitch. So I guess it would do us a lot of good once he's back. But till then, the team has had to cope without, you know, his presence. And uh, I guess Dino Topmüller has done a good job, you know, communicating with Nagelsmann on Zoom, Skype or whatever platform they use. And today they fielded a 4-2-3-1 formation featuring Nikola Zürde instead of Derto Pamakano in the center of defense. Derto Pamakano was probably substituted because of his shambolic performance against mentioned Gladbach. But that hopefully wasn't a hit to his confidence. He as you will come to know later in the podcast, didn't take that, you know, seriously. Not not in the sense that, you know, uh, he didn't learn anything from the game, but in the sense that he didn't let it impact him negatively and that he took it, you know, in a positive way, probably learned from it and put in a really, really good 30-minute shift in this game. So, yeah, the defense, I would say, was really, really, uh, you know, more or less iffy and... Uh, Alfonso Davies and Luca Hernandez held their own on the left side of the pitch. They were really good. And Davies, well, he afforded Zane the freedom to roam as a playmaker and to drift on the wing, you know, because 
of how quickly he can recover and you know tackle and get the ball back and also contribute to the attack and Luca Hernandez well he was just all over the defense yes this wasn't maybe his best Bayern game but it was also not his worst it was super solid Luca Hernandez looked really good and he put in some really vital blocks, interceptions and tackles. Some noteworthy ones being his clearance of Taiwo Awani who was on his way to scoring a goal past Neuer when Luca Hernandez cleared the ball to safety and that was a really good interception. And another one was where he put his foot to the ball before Avoni could get to it in the first half which was another vital block and he also put in a really really nice clean tackle against Becker it was I believe who was charging towards goal so overall a very solid performance from the Frenchman who I hope has shaken off his you know off-field legal battles and issues and is ready and fully poised to continue his solid form for Bayern in the coming weeks and months. I couldn't I can't say the same about Niklas Zula however who had far from a solid game he just wasn't good and Considering that he many many wanted him to replace Upamecano simply because of how bad Upamecano was, I just am not satisfied with his performance. I just expect more from Niklas Zula just because of how amazing he is usually. He is just so imposing, you know, tall, strong and fast and also very well aware of the half spaces and covers the ball very well usually and doesn't let the attackers get past him but today he just didn't look his usual self. Him and Stanisic well they were essentially being bullied by Union Berlin's left wing comprising of uh, Gieselman and uh, it was Becker I believe. So those two were giving them a tough time and Stanisic well his inexperience shows at this stage where he occasionally just falters, makes mistakes that caused Bayern goals. And this was seen in Union Berlin's first goal, where Gieselmann charged and scored a goal past Josep Stanisic and Manuel Neuer. And Stanisic was just, you know, caught off pace and caught off the books. And he was just, you know, in no man's land, essentially, for that goal. So I expect better performances from him and I hope that he can you know turn up the tide in the time to come and as we all know Bayern have to sort out their right back situation which is also a concern because uh, I know a lot of us here just don't want to see Benjamin Pavard start but I rate Pavard you know and I think that he can offer a lot defensively considering this game just didn't go up you know per plan especially in the defensive side of things. So he needs to offer that defensive stability that he did in the 2019-20 season. We could really, really use some help with the defense. And I hope Nagelsmann can emphasize on that in the coming weeks because I really, really don't want this Bayern to, you know, become flick Bayern all over again, start shipping goals for fun. And, you know, we just have to score four or five goals more just to win games because, well, our opponents will just have field day scoring against us. So I just don't want that to happen. Clean sheets, well, they just look so aesthetically pleasing and there's just something so appealing about them. And, you know, it also means that Manuel Neuer gets more recognition. So there's that. So, yeah, I just hope Bayern can shore up the defense in the games that are coming thick and fast and that they are better poised to defend Benfica's attack than they were today to meet Union Berlin's attack. Coming to the progression of the game, well, it started off, as I mentioned before, with a high press and 
Bayern earned a penalty courtesy of a handball by Yekel of a shot by Leroy Zane and that was a clean, clean, clear as crystal penalty and the referees were excellent today. Hats off to the refs because they got almost all their decisions correct and I've not been this happy with the refereeing performance in a long time. So yeah, that was just really good and uh, well, Lewandowski just converts those chances. I mean, who else, you know, to put the ball in the back of the net every single time from the penalty spot than the best player on the planet who also happens to be Bayern's number one choice for the striker position. Lewandowski did his usual stutter-up run and scored past Andreas Luther, who was always never going to have a chance against the world's best player. And, uh, well, it was an icy, cold, composed finish. And just a few minutes after that goal, Bayern had their second, courtesy of a certain Robert Lewandowski once again, who scored a screamer, a beauty of a goal, which was a free kick goal. So Bayern won a free kick, which was just outside Union Berlin's penalty area, courtesy of a foul on who else but Robert Lewandowski. And basically it was... a Kimmich, who passed it to Müller, who laid the ball off to Lewandowski off the free kick, and the striker did the rest. He scored a goal of a long-range finish, and it was, you know, a superb curler that hit the top right corner, and it was just so beautiful to watch. So, again, what an amazing performance from the Polish international, who was so active for the rest of the game, and should have had two more assists, if not for some really piss-poor finishing from Leroy Zane. Leroy Zane was very good, but I was kind of let down by his poor finishing. There were at least four instances when he was through to Andreas Luther, the only one being in front of him. And he could have slotted the ball into the back of the net, but he just, you know, let his nerves get the better of him. And it just looked like he was on Kingsley Coman form today. And this was not, you know, the Kingsley Coman that we're seeing these days. It's the Kingsley Coman pre 2020-2021 when he just would struggle to score goals and it was just so painful to watch so I saw that from Leroy Zane he just couldn't get the ball into the back of the net and there was one outrageous moment where like Lewandowski he basically juggled the ball in the air and then sent the ball right to Leroy Zane who was running behind him via an overhead kick and that was such a beautiful beautiful pass and Leroy Zane really should have scored that goal to enable that to be the assist of the season, hands down, and, you know, further strengthen Lewandowski's credentials for that Ballon d'Or finish, but Leroy Zane just couldn't get the ball past Luther, and that meant that, you know, Bayern had to work a little harder to consolidate that victory, but they would get their third in the 34th minute, courtesy of the, you know, of an assist from Bayern's man of the match today, which was Thomas Miller, who was influential on every single goal and basically just threaded the attack together and, you know, was at his playmaking best. Three goals. I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, my God. It's getting late. Three assists and a goal. A fantastic goal. Three amazing assists. What more to say? Man of the match. Best player on the pitch. On a, on a different planet. On a level of his own. And just pure class. I mean, to all of you who think you can compare him to Bruno Fernandes, Phil Foden, 
blah 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 and just get away with it i'm really sorry but that is just ridiculous you cannot make those comparisons you just don't know your football if you think those players can even you know touch thomas miller's level is just impossible thomas miller is one of the best number 10s to ever do it and i mean he is one of the best central attacking midfielders of all time in the game he is also a second a second striker yes i agree with that but as a central attacking midfielder he is just the best and that was all visible today with his round deutering with his exploitation of pace and his assists for the fourth goal and his well-taken fifth goal of an assist from Delta Pamacano, which we'll come to later. And so, yeah, what a brilliant performance. And Leroy Zane, well, I would say he really had a, you know, an excellent game apart from those really shoddy, uh, you know, misses, those really piss poor, uh, of that, that, that piss poor finishing from his, uh, right and left foot, which he could really have done better with. But, Overall, from a playmaking perspective, he had a really solid game. And I think Nagelsmann's, you know, uh, really changed Leroy Zane as a player. He has really transformed him and he has given him free reign. So he can drift in from the midfield, cut in, play as an inverted winger, play as a playmaker, as a number 10 player, as a hybrid, and he can also hug the bylines whenever he wants. So Leroy Zane has all the freedom and he can do whatever he wants and Bayern are reaping the benefits. And Alfonso Davies being such an amazing, you know, left back slash wing back makes up for most of Leroy Zane's weaknesses, which is the reason why they function so well. It's like a symbiotic relationship. So, you know, Alfonso Davies on the overlap and Leroy Zane goes cuts in to you know receive the pass or if Alfonso Davies ventures forward Leroy Zane goes back to win the ball when Leroy Zane goes forward Alfonso Davies is there to cover so it's like they are feeding off of each other's qualities which is just beautiful to watch and it's true that I prefer the Fonziala pairing that is Alfonso Davies and Jamal Muziala and yes that might be a little favoritism here but Leroy Zane and Alfonso Davies are becoming such a formidable pairing. It's like watching Alaba and Fonkibiri all over again. So I really hope they can maintain this mojo, this keep this going because it's incredible what Nagelsmann is doing here. And on the right wing, Kingsley Coman had a very good game. The pre-assist for the third goal, he chipped in with a good cross. It was really good. And the fourth goal, which was basically just you know, against the passage of play. And I didn't understand where it came from. I'm pretty sure nobody did. He just received the ball in a pocket of space, dribbled past two players, and just sent in a rocket of a goal. Andreas Luther could do nothing about that one. And Kingsley Coman, man, that was just unexpected. But it was really, really good to watch. So Kingsley Coman with the fourth goal. And yes, Union Berlin never made it easy for Bayern. Always attacking. Even though they were two goals down, constantly, you know, attacking Bayern's defenders, giving them so many things to worry about and lots of problems. And after Bayern's third, they scored a goal of a wonderful finish from Nico Gieselman. And Manu Loy could honestly have saved that, but I guess it was an unlucky deflection coupled with the pace at which Gieselman was running and shooting the ball that caught Neuer off guard, possibly. And Haraguchi was just bossing it in attacking midfield for Union Berlin. So 
That was Union's third, uh, uh, Union's first goal of the game. And in the second half, after Kingsley Coman's goal, Union Berlin scored a second goal, courtesy of, I believe it was uh, Ryerson of uh, an assist from Behrens, who made a really, really good run. So he left Niklas Zula and Josip Stanisic to dry and made an inch-perfect pass to Ryerson, who slotted the ball against a helpless Neuer. So they could have done better. I believe that the right-hand side of Bayern Munich's defense should really, really improve this season. We can see more permutations and combinations in the upcoming games. Nagelsmann could shift his tactics to maybe move Niklas Zula to right back. Maybe Ponjamin Pava gets more starts there. But we really need to see an improvement in the defending because this just cannot pass. We don't want a flick-type situation where we're just shipping goals for fun. It's just not the look that the world's best team needs right now. Otherwise, I would say that overall it was a very solid outing. It was a statement win from Bayern. Bayern's attack did really well. The substitutions, well, they weren't, uh, you know, they didn't make as much of an impact. Muziala, I would have loved to see him, you know, more involved in a goal or an assist or something like that. But he, yes, he was crucial in build-up, but he just uh, couldn't get as much of an opportunity because I felt that he drifted in too much. I feel like he should play more as an out-and-out winger because that suits him more. He is more of a Franck de Berry than a Thomas Müller. And I say that because they both look uncomfortable when they're playing in the same position, you know, together. They, like, overlap with each other. And that overlap kind of, you know, prevents either from scoring or assisting. And... When Muziala was out of the picture for the fifth goal, when Upamakano, man, that guy, he came in, he shrugged off the thoughts and any lingering doubts from the Mönchengladbach game, and he was here to perform. He carried the ball from defense to attack for Bayern's fifth with an amazing run, dribbling through so many players, and he put in an inch-perfect cross, a pass for Thomas Müller, who sent the ball in front, with his first touch, got ready to take a shot, send the defender the wrong way and put in an amazing curler of a ball, a peach of a finish into the top right corner from long range. It was just amazing to watch. So Thomas Miller hammering one home for Bayern, three goals and assist. Deato Pamakano with one assist. He is getting a lot of assists lately. Two assists against, I believe it was uh, Hoffenheim, I guess. And... One assist today, which brings it to three in three games, which is just amazing. That's really good. So, Upamakano could be a wild card when it comes to assisting and helping out with the attack. Because Bayern now seems to have a bunch of defenders who are really good at playmaking and at carrying the ball forward. Like, ball progression seems to be one of their strengths. So, this can only bode well for Bayern moving forward. Overall, a very solid game. Obviously, cannot finish any review without talking about Manuel Neuer, who didn't have his best game. He definitely could have done better with both goals, but he was fantastic otherwise. In the second half, he was amazing. As a sweeper-keeper, he made so many critical moves, so many passes, blocked the ball two times. It was really good from close range, one amazing save, and a really good follow-up with one of... Union Berlin strikers, and then he puts in a sliding tackle. Now you're just tackling like a defender in his prime, you know? And that was one of the highlights of the game. Manuel Neuer putting in a clean, you know, superb tackle to deny 
Union Berlin another chance. So overall, a really good game from Neuer and Co. in defense. I would say the right side needs to do better, but yes, the attack was stellar as usual. And so much to write home about. That was a statement victory, and Bayern deserved that win, and Union Berlin just stood no chance against a Bayern side that were bruised because you don't want to face a cornered Bayern. And I hope that they can carry this momentum going forward into the Benfica game because that is going to be crucial in asserting our spot at the top of our Champions League group. I think if we win against Benfica, Bayern is more or less guaranteed the top spot in the group. So yeah, outside of that, I guess uh, there is not a lot to discuss. Uh, Union Berlin put in a really, really good shift. And I really wish that they played this way in the in, in the Conference League because Bundesliga teams, they just play so well in the Bundesliga, especially against Bayern. You know, Mönchengladbach and Union Berlin. You'd expect these teams to, like, thrash the teams in, you know, other championships, other trophy competitions like the Conference League, the Europa League, and so on. But they're just so piss poor when it comes to playing in Europe. And I honestly don't know why. Might be because... Bayern has this certain X factor that it brings out of, you know, the players from these clubs that they just don't have when they face other opponents from Europe. But either way, I just hope, you know, Bayern can carry this form forward and those clubs enjoy success in Europe. And with that being said, I also hope Nagelsmann has a speedy recovery and comes back to coaching Bayern because, oh boy, do we miss him. We really need his presence on the pitch. So yeah, that's it from me for this game. Hope you enjoyed the pod. I'm sorry if I sounded a bit tired because, you know, all this late night stuff is just getting to me. But yeah, I will continue to engage you with more content with the help of my, you know, supporting cast and all my fellow comrades from Bavarian Football Works, Bavarian Podcast Works. Shout out to you guys. And of course... Please give us your feedback, give us your comments on the posts on Bavarian Football Works. Stay tuned for any news and, you know, Bayern-related match coverage and obviously any Bundesliga-related coverage. Make sure to like, rate, share and subscribe us on all your podcasting platforms, anywhere you get your quality audio content. May it be Apple Music, you know, Spotify or any other possible platform. I honestly can't list all of them. So I believe you can show us your support in your respective podcasting platform. And yeah, that's it from my side. Hope you enjoyed the pod. I hope to see you soon. Vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.